0: We are still at the beginning of Lent, this season of repentance and penitence. But today, the church is already talking to us about the resurrection. In the transfiguration of Jesus, Peter, James, and John get a glimpse of Jesus' eternal glory. The glory he claimed after the resurrection. In our second reading, Paul writes passionately about God's power and faithfulness as revealed in Jesus Christ and he changes his emphasis mid-sentence to take the spotlight off Jesus' death on the cross and let it shine on his glorious resurrection. In our passage about Abraham and Isaac, which speaks of events almost 2,000 years before Jesus, the release of Isaac from his bonds give him a new life, another symbol of the resurrection. Even our psalm when it speaks about walking with the Lord in the land of the living, and God loosening the bonds of his servant, points our attention toward Jesus and his resurrection. But isn't Easter still more than a month away? What's going on here? While Lent is a time of repentance and penitence, a time of sacrifice and reflection, when we acknowledge the weight of suffering in the world and ourselves, Suffering itself always has its roots in sin. Suffering is always part of the story of each human life, with or without Jesus Christ. But with Christ, it is not the end of some sad story. Crosses purify us of selfishness, if we allow them, and teach us to lean more on Jesus and have a more incredible experience of his wisdom and joy. resurrection. In our Catholic faith, the cross and resurrection are two sides of the same coin. We must never think of one without connecting it to the other. Ryan Hall, a retired professional marathon runner who competed for the U.S. in the 2008 Summer Olympics in Beijing, gives us an excellent example of understanding this concept. Ryan is a Christian, and his running career was always linked to his faith. While in eighth grade and doing a 15-mile run in his hometown, he suddenly felt a call to compete in running at the highest levels. I felt God had blessed me with his talent, he said in an interview years later. After that point, Ryan tried to glorify God by developing his running talent and bearing witness to his faith. His high school and college success enabled him to begin a professional career. While training for the Olympics, his daily schedule looked like this. Rise at 7 a.m., eat breakfast, and run 10 to 12 miles. Eat lunch, have a massage or ice bath to ease the muscles, take an afternoon nap to recover from the morning workout, run another five to six miles, go to the gym for strength and flexibility exercises, eat dinner, and go to bed. I've found it's a similar schedule to most professional marathon runners. But Ryan's schedule would change the night before a big race. Instead of relaxing or listening to music, he would watch Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ to prepare mentally. The example of Jesus' suffering and resurrection helped him manage his pain during the race. He mentioned being in agony in the final two miles of the London Marathon in April 2007, where he set the fastest marathon debut by any American, shocking his competitors. His body was stifled by heat and a pace he set earlier in the race. He said he could keep that peace because he actually saw visions of the scarred body of Jesus, and it made him able to go on. If we bear our crosses with Christ, we will also experience the power of his resurrection. The two are always connected. A healthy, balanced Christian must always keep these both in view. We find strength to carry our cross daily by thinking of the resurrection. We ensure we are on the path to the resurrection by not running away from our crosses. This is the Christian wisdom that keeps us joyful amid suffering and reasonable amid success. Two things can help us grow this wisdom during Lent. First, we should use the crucifix. It used to be common for Catholic families to have crucifixes on the walls of their homes, especially in bedrooms and where families would pray together. This practice has fallen off in many places, but there's no reason it needs to stay that way. We can also wear a crucifix necklace, carry a holy card with an image of the crucifixion, or put a picture of the suffering Christ on our cell phone screen. This helps us keep in mind what Jesus suffered for our salvation. If we do that, the crosses that come our way will never surprise or derail us. Second, we should find time to pray the rosary. The rosary is a simple prayer that gives us a tour of all the events of Jesus' life, including his passion and resurrection. Even if we only pray one decade each day, which only takes a few minutes. This tried-and-true prayer will help us avoid tunnel vision in our spiritual lives. We will receive Jesus in the Eucharist in a few moments, the wonderful fruit of his passion and resurrection. When we do, let's talk to him about our crosses and those of our loved ones, asking him to teach us to find hope in his resurrection even when we share the pain of his passion.